0: This is the Comstock Report podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. This is Matthew Cruz with the Comstock Report. The USDA released their annual grain outlook this morning and it was not good. Much of the results were telegraphed ahead of time as we had shared in previous reports that even with cuts to corn acres, Ending stocks still increase due to improving yields and an already hefty supply. The USDA foresees 91 million planted acres this season, down 3.6 million from last year. They are using an average yield of 181 bushels per acre compared to 177.3 last year. This brings ending stocks up 2.532 billion bushels compared to 2.172 billion for this season. There was a lot of pushback last year on the USDA using a national yield of 181 bushels per acre for corn. I don't think they will get the same pushback this year considering 2023 results. Despite adverse weather, we still set a record for national corn yield at 177.3. What happens in a normal weather year? What is really scary to me is that the 181 bushels per acre corn yield is seen as a ceiling when it is not. If we can get 177 in a bad year, who's to say we cannot get 182 or 183 in a good year for a national average? With these baseline figures, the USDA has now set the tone for 2024. The focus will now shift towards an acreage debate for the next six weeks about whether it is too high or too low. Just to get us back to par with this season, we would have to reduce corn acres by an additional 2 million acres. Not easily done. On the demand side, we all know low prices cure low prices, but how low do we have to go to find the cure? As a general statement, we like to believe that these annual outlook numbers usually present the most bearish scenario for the season. There can likely be improvements made to the export numbers, which were left at 2.15 billion bushels. Brazil exports will be down for 2024 due to a shorter crop and higher domestic consumption. We need to take advantage of the time between now and June when their harvest begins to hit the market. Brazil's weather will also still be an important factor. If rainfall shuts off early in March, it could provide additional support. It would be easy to point to weather scares as a potential catalyst for rallies, but these are highly unpredictable, and hoping for a drought someplace is not a good marketing plan. The situation in soybeans is perhaps not as dire in corn, but neither is it a positive one. The USDA plugged in planted acreage at 87.5 million, up 3.9 million from last year. They used an average yield of 52 bushels per acre compared to 50.6 last season. Ending stocks increased to 435 million bushels compared to 315 million this year and 264 million in 2022. While 435 million would likely not be considered burdensome by any means, it is also no longer considered tight. It is somewhere in the middle. There are high expectations for renewable diesel to begin consuming more soybeans, but we need that like yesterday. I don't see us getting a lot of help on exports as China's imports are slowing down as they struggle with their economy and continue to buy as much from Brazil as possible. And this is all without any trade wars. We need to set a 20-year goal as an agriculture community to find or build a replacement for China as a customer. Whether that comes in the form of renewable diesel, I don't really care. But long term, we believe it is unsustainable to rely on China as much as we have in the past. Markets are all oversold and sentiment is overly bearish. That is usually around the time we find a bottom. Seasonals would suggest that we could still rally into spring planting, especially if the spring weather does not cooperate. But we may have to define what is a rally. Depending upon the severity of the weather, we may still be limited to only 25 cent rallies. There are no easy answers in bear markets. We need to remind ourselves that anything is possible. While a move below $4 seemed improbable not that long ago, today's report from the USDA took us one step closer to that possibility. You are listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, subscribe to our report at Comstock.com or call 712 227 For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. Futures trading involves risk. The risk of loss in trading futures and or options is substantial and each investor and or trader must consider whether this is a suitable investment. Past performance is not indicative of future results.